silence. Sometimes it can be a little awkward, especially when we're having a conversation with somebody. Maybe there's an awkward pause of silence. You don't know what to say. Or sometimes when we're alone at home and it's quiet after a long day, it can be awkward in that silence because things can start to bubble up. Silence can be difficult because when all the noise and distractions fade away, we are in a lot of ways forced to confront our days, to confront our worries. And then there's always this deafening to the silence, this ringing, this loudness to silence that we're not used to, that we try and drown out with the comfortability of noise. It's unfortunate for us, then, as Catholics, as those pursuing a life of holiness, to grow every day in our love and relationship with our Lord, that God speaks to us in silence. And I speak from personal experience, the difficulty of looking past this comfortability with noise and allowing us to reside in this silence, as awkward as it might be, as difficult as it might be. There's a great, great quote uh, on this from Sister, or Saint Teresa of Calcutta. She says, we need to find God, and God cannot be found in noise and restlessness. God is the friend of silence. See how nature, trees and flowers and grass grow in silence. See the stars, the moon, and the sun, how they move in silence. The more we receive in silent prayer, the more we can give in our active life. So it is the Lord who speaks to us in silence, not in loud and bold ways, although those are occurrences in our lives, sometimes these large events that really the Lord works through to speak to us. But typically the Lord speaks to us in a very subtle way, in silence, when we allow him to enter into our hearts, when we open up our ears and we listen for him. We see this in today's first reading. When Elijah goes to the cave, he's called out because the Lord will be passing by. And he sees all these different things. He hears all these different things. He hears the howling of the wind as it breaks down the mountain. He hears the rumbling of the earth from this earthquake. And he sees this magnificent fire, this chaotic fire, very loud, very prominent. But God is not present in any of these things. Instead, God is present in this whispering. That after the fire, there was a tiny whispering sound. And it is only now that Elijah covers himself with a cloak to go meet the Lord. So it is in that same way that we must prepare ourselves in silence so that we can actually hear the Lord. We need to be looking for this whispering, this whispering noise, this whispering sound of God amongst the chaos and the loudness of our lives. In a lot of ways, we can experience this noise, this, uh, this restlessness, in our lives as a sort of distraction, almost like a storm in our lives every day. Just in advertisements, in the news, in our own entertainment, even in our lives with our families and our friends, there's this constant noise, this distraction that takes us away from this kind of silence, this storminess of our lives that can really kind of become a comfortability, something we rely on, especially in those times where we do encounter silence. So I think it's a great uh, example for us when we see Peter in today's gospel. And just imagine the scene. Imagine the boat in the middle of the night. It's probably dark. Maybe the moon's lighting them and the, the waters. And there's this vicious storm. This wind's broken out. And no doubt the apostles were fearful for their lives, worried that they might capsize, that they might drown. They probably weren't thinking where Jesus is. They're probably not worried, oh, 
hope Jesus is okay. At that moment, they're just so frightened and worried for themselves. And then what's even more frightening is seeing this ghostly figure out, this silent figure out on the water and thinking, that, that must be a ghost, becoming even more fearful. But then for them to hear the comforting words of the Lord, do not be afraid. And then we see this beautiful act of faith. Peter, recognizing the Lord in the midst of the storm, directing his attention directly at him, and actually asking the Lord to call him out into the storming waters, which is crazy. The, the idea that he's really willing to risk his life, believing, having such strong faith, focused so much on the Lord that he's willing to walk out into the stormy sea. And then to his surprise, he's able to walk out, walk on water to greet the Lord. But as he's walking, there's this storminess, this, this gust of wind that really frightens him. And for a split second, he shifts his attention from the Lord, the silent figure on the water, to the craziness of the storm. And he begins to sink. Now the Lord later rebukes him for having little faith, but he does something very important, very wise in that moment. He doesn't try and save himself. He doesn't try and flounder in the water. He doesn't call back to his brothers. He doesn't try and get back to the boat, but he calls out to the Lord, Lord, save me. So even though he's become distracted, kind of caught up in the storm, he calls back to the Lord. He refocuses on the Lord, and he's able to pull him up and bring him to the boat. So this image of Peter out in the water, making that leap of faith, focusing on the Lord, is a great comfort to us in our own kind of growth and holiness, our own journey towards knowing and loving God. Because there's that whisper in that storm. There's the whisper in the storm of God. Jesus in the midst of the storm, this silent figure on which we are to focus, to gain strength, and to be able to, to kind of brave this noisiness. And I think it's, it's uh, the first step is really just being responsible with noise in our lives. Kind of being able to identify in what ways is the noisiness cluttering up my life. How is, you know, TV, how is the, the media, how are these things, how are these anxieties really taking me away from this inner peace, this peace with the Lord, this silence, this whisper in the storm? In what ways am I looking from Jesus and beginning to sink. And if I am, can I call back to the Lord, Lord, save me? Can I refocus on the Lord? We must ask for that wisdom to know when it is uh, right to speak and when it is right to remain silent. When it is right to make noise and when it is right to be, uh, to be silent. So I think a helpful thing, it's kind of small. It may seem small, but it's difficult. Uh, again, speaking from experience, that being in silence, being alone, with our own thoughts, being silent and allowing kind of everything to dribble away and for us to be raw and open with the Lord. I recommend maybe five minutes a day of silence. Just start off with that. Just five minutes. You know, take a couple minutes before. Allow the, the craziness, the noise to kind of trickle away. And to just spend those five minutes silent with the Lord. To listen for the whisper in the storm. To listen for the Lord's voice. To allow the Lord that time with us that special time where we are completely attentive to him. And then to allow that to enter into our lives so that we can go back out into the storm, that we can walk out into the storm like Peter. And we have that strength, that courage, that inner peace, that we may confront the noisiness in our lives, that we may speak with wisdom and charity, that we may act not as rambunctious or rude or noisy people, but as one comforted and, 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 uh, and inflamed with the love of God, one who's spent time strengthened by this whisper in that storm, one who has peace 
in the midst of chaos and craziness. That we may go out and act as true Christians, as true Catholics, to those in our world. Amen.